Welcome to the Thoughtful Movements podcast. My name is Joe Webster and I am a qualified Feldenkrais practitioner. I also have 20 years of experience studying and teaching Tai Chi, Qigong and meditation. In this podcast, I'm offering recorded lessons that were taught during my online Feldenkrais class. The Feldenkrais method is a mind-body practice that teaches different movement sequences combined with the skillful use of our attention in order to create profound changes in our physical organization and our state of mind. The aim of the method is to help you feel calm, connected and capable. These recordings are taken from a live class, so you will hear me talking to students as well as giving movement instructions. If you would like to attend the live online classes, I will include a link in the podcast information section. I hope you enjoy the recordings and please do get in contact if you have any feedback or questions related to a lesson. So this lesson, um, one of the, the things that Moshe Feldenkrais studied um, was um, the baby development, um, child development. Um, and one of, the, um, one of his thought processes in relation to that, um, I'm just going to mute everyone just so that... Um, um, one of his thought processes around, um, you know, why that's relevant to us as adults is because there's a very specific progression to child development um, in relation to a kind of healthy movement pattern. Um, and sometimes as children develop, some, part, some parts of the developmental process get missed. Um, so you may maybe see children sometimes uh, shuffling along in side sitting. Um, or some of their crawling pattern is one-sided um, and those things are all kind of essential steps that form the basis for our ability to hold ourselves up in gravity and to walk. Um, so you know there's a lot of um, there's a lot of early learning processes that go into our ability to move well as adults and by going backwards to some extent to some of the developmental processes we can help improve our movement ability. Um, I was reading something earlier that says something along the lines of our movement ability is completely tied with our cognitive ability. Um, so the baby's development of their movement is related and connected to their ability to think. Um, and that ability is something that we can improve through movement. Um, and if you want, I can send you an article that relates to that. Um, but um, just to say that while this is a movement practice, it, um, the effects of it can be um, larger than just our ability to move our body. You know, it also has a, a, an effect on our cognitive ability as well. So how we think, how we plan, how we prepare, um, those can all be improved by movement. Um, so please lie on your back to start off with. Great. And now I feel a bit weird with no sound on of everyone. So <laughs> I might just turn you all on again. Hi. Hey, Ali. Yeah. All right. So to me, that's better when I can hear you. So I hope that's okay. Um, 
Do you need to see us? It's not essential. It might be well if I see something that I can kind of give advice about. Yeah. Um, um, well, welcome, Ali. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good, thanks. I'm glad I made it. Yeah, me too. Um, but yeah, we've got a, a nice, a nice class tonight. Excellent. Um, so, okay, so everyone, lie on their back, please. Okay. Um, so last week we did a lesson where we were thinking about the the, the different lines of the body. Um, Moshe Feldenkrais uses the term the five cardinal lines. Um, basically, the, the thought process behind it is that in some way, if we can track uh, an aspect of ourselves through this process of movement, then we can see where we're making improvements. Um, so... What I'd like you to do initially is just feel the contact of your back against the ground. And in, in lying there, maybe you can feel um, that certain, certain areas in your back um, are lifted away from the floor and certain areas of your back are in contact, more in contact with the floor. Yeah. Um, so if I, Ali, I might ask for feedback, but um, I'll just I'll just talk through instructions. So. Okay. Okay, and if you can have your arms laying down by your sides, and then just feel how the the two arms are lying in relation to the body. Um, so maybe you can feel um, the distance away from your body that your two arms are lying. Um, and as as we did last week, you can also feel the, the, the way that your arm is turned inwards or outwards. Um, and maybe maybe there's a difference between that on the left hand side and on the right hand side. So you might feel that your left arm is more inwardly rotated than your right arm or vice versa. And the same thing for your legs. So feel how 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 the line the lines of your legs come off away from the body. Feel the trajectory of the lines of your legs. Would you say that in relation to the line of your spine, that they come off at a kind of a, you know um, uh, in relation to the spine, or do they come off at a slight angle, maybe more to the left, more to the right? Someone's got a dog. <laughs> oh, next door neighbor did. Okay. Andrew, I'm gonna mute you, Andrew. If you have any questions. Yeah. All right. And then feel the way that your head's lying on the floor. You can feel there's maybe a certain place at the back of your head that's more in contact. And would you describe that place as central to your head? You might feel that, that there's a slight direction. You're turning naturally as you lie here in a certain direction. You could feel the correlation between where your no nose is pointing as well. So I'd encourage you not to correct those kind of things. If you feel like there is a preference, 
either more to one side or the other. Try not to, you know, impose a correction straight away. More, more so through this process, we kind of want to notice those differences. So if you can leave them be, that's a, a really good way for you to, to really feel what's the body doing. And then just bring, bring your attention to your breathing. Feel the speed of your breathing. Maybe feel which area in your chest is, is doing the work of breathing. Would you say it's kind of the upper chest, the middle chest, or lower down into the abdomen? Again, there isn't really a right or wrong. It's more just to notice what it is that you do. Okay, and then begin to make a really small movement, turning your head to the right. So as you turn your head, you roll it across the floor in a very easy movement and then bring it back to the middle. I'd like you to do that movement a couple of times, but keep your attention on your breathing. See if you can do that small movement of the head without disturbing your breathing. Okay, then the next time you come back to the middle, do the same thing on the left-hand side, rolling your head to the left. And feel if there's any differences. So our sidedness can show up in these movements. We, you know, most of us are right-handed. Um, there may be some of you here that are left-handed, but, you know, in the way that we habitually organize our body, these patterns of kind of muscular tone can show up in these kind of movements where you can actually notice that I habitually roll easier to this side than I do the other side. So just, it doesn't need to be clear for you, um, but if you do notice it, just kind of keep a track of it. Okay. And then when you're ready, just let go of that movement and turn yourself over and lie on your stomach. <laughs> so have, have your head in the middle initially and bring your eyes down onto your, onto your palms. So your forehead's resting on your two palms. You can have your right hand over your left hand to start off with. Okay, and then, and then very slowly, very easily, I'd like you to do a movement where you begin to look up forwards. And again, you can do this a couple of times, but I'd like you to feel to what point you comfortably move, looking upwards in that way. Don't push past the limit of comfort. So don't go past what feels comfortable. And just take a note at that point where you've lifted it up, keep your head there and see if you look across the room, 
and Andrew and Carla, it's my favorite like example of that. Um, what, what is your eye level looking at? If you could pick a place on the point in, on the wall in front of you, just make a note that that's the current eye level that you lift your head and look at. And then bring your head down and rest. Okay, turn your, turn your head to, in fact, in that position, let's just do this once or twice together. Um, turn your head to the left and then bring it back to the middle and turn your head to the right. Is, is one of those directions easier? And I might want an answer to that question. Maybe you can just put your thumbs up or something if one of them is easier. Yeah. <laughs> Easier for me. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna do both sides. Um, so, but but keep a track of that. Feel the one that you feel is easier, um, and see if there's any change to that as we go through this process. Um, so now, please turn your head to the right. Have your uh, have your left ear on top of your right hand. have your left ear on top of your right hand and make a package with your hat, with your head and your arm and begin to lift your head and your arm together so that the elbow lifts off the floor, just the right arm. This is not necessarily an easy movement. So do it small to begin with. As you do this movement, maybe you feel that, you know, that there's some corresponding movement of the rest of your body and your torso to help facilitate this movement of the head. So as you move your head upwards away from the floor, then there's some movement of your body downwards into the floor to help support that process. Do that a few times. Do that a few times. Lifting your head with your hand attached to your ear and lifting up your right arm at the same time as the head, all coming together in a package. And feel as you do that down into your lower back. Can you feel that there's any uh, activity, any kind of muscular activity in your back? And you also feel what's happening in your breathing as you do that movement. So are you able to continue breathing? And if the answer to that is no, I'd encourage you to do it a little bit slower and a little bit smaller. The key to good organization is keeping the breath, is keeping the breath free. Good. And notice as you do it, so like just a, a few more times repetition of that movement, is there any effect on your legs? Okay, and rest for a second, rest for a second. Bring your, bring your right leg 
so that your knee is coming up towards your stomach and towards your head. So you need to rotate a little bit to do that. Um, so yeah, you're gonna bring it up to your side, that's it. So it's a right angle from your body and the rest of the leg is on the floor. That's it. Yeah, so the right leg comes out to the side. Good. Um, and then begin to do that movement again, lifting the head off the floor with the right arm. And as you do it, can you feel if there's any activity in your left leg? In your left leg. Is there some impulse down in your body, further down in your body, some reaction to this movement of your head? Is your left leg trying to help out in the process in some way? And again, if you can do this while keeping your breath really nice and soft. Again, as you do it, feel if there's any areas that really press down in the front of you into the floor. And if you can keep your breathing soft as you do that, you can really provide a base of support for your body to, to, to complete this movement. Okay, and then make that movement a little bit lighter and a little bit faster. Keeping your breathing soft, keeping your breathing soft. A little bit smaller, a little bit faster. And feel what happens down in your left leg as you do that. Okay. Let that effort go, let that effort go. Just bring your, your right leg down to your down long. And just feel before, we're gonna take a rest on our backs in a second. But before, before you take a rest on your back, can you feel that there's, or can you feel if there's any difference in the, the feeling of length in one leg to the other? So when, when, there's a, when there's an increase in, in tone, uh, it can often feel like in our, in our self-image that that leg has actually um, become shorter. Um, so, you know, do you, do you now, in lying on your front in this moment, feel any difference between your two legs in, in terms of their length? And... Shorter. Yeah. Great. And roll over and lie on your back and take a, take a proper rest.
So I, I gave a little talk at the beginning about the kind of developmental process. This, um, the act of lifting the head is perhaps the first thing that a baby tries to master um, in terms of kind of orientating itself to the world around it. Um, it needs to manage the fact that it has this kind of heavy skull on the top of its spine um, and coordinate that with the things that it sees and hears. Um, so learning how to organize the spine and the torso uh, really is kind of like the key in the developmental process. Um, and even, even as adults, I don't know if any of you suffer from any back pain or neck pain, even shoulder pain. Um, but, you know, kind of going back to some of these movements can really kind of educate our system um, so that we can live uh, kind of a more organized, comfortable life. And the same thing in lying. Um, see, you know, just in your self-image and your kind of feeling in yourself, whether one leg feels longer than the other. And as we did earlier on in the kind of scanning process, um, just roll your head uh, once or twice to the right, nice and slowly, and roll your head once and twice to the left. And see if there's any difference now between your two sides. And maybe the difference has actually changed from the difference you felt earlier. Does one, does one, has one side opened up? Okay, now when you're ready, kind of check in with your breathing again and roll over in a way that allows you to kind of keep track of your, your breathing. So see if you can not hold your, hold your breath as you roll over. So this time, place your left hand on top of your right hand. And place your right ear on your left hand. And, and draw up your left leg um, so that the knee is um, 90 degrees from your body. And draw up your left leg to the side of you, yeah. That's it. Okay, begin to explore, and I would encourage you to do this as a new movement. You haven't done this movement on this side before, so take it really slowly at the beginning. Take it slowly, feel your breathing, feel which areas in your body press down into the floor, um, and begin to lift up the, the kind of the package of your head and your left hand. Do it really slowly, really slowly. This may be your le least comfortable, your less comfortable side. Larry, bring your left leg up to the side of you. That's it.
So again, as you do this process, maybe you can feel that there's some activity happening in your, in your right leg as you do this. And see if you can keep your breathing comfortable. See if you can kind of track any tendency to kind of overwork yourself. You know, if, if you're going into a range of movement that starts to feel uncomfortable, just back off slightly. You know, maybe go to kind of 80% or 70% of what you're capable of doing. When we, uh, when we increase the sensitivity by dialing down the effort, it actually allows us to learn more effectively. Um, so we can make quicker adjustments to the sensations we feel. If, if we're going to the end of our range, often our system is kind of overworked and it makes us less sensitive. Okay, the next time you lift up your head, see if you can keep it elevated and begin to lift up your right leg at the same time. Good. And see what effect this has on your head. And then let them both down together. And then this time as you lift the head, lift the right leg at the same time. If you can, continue to check in with your breathing so that when you lift your head, you lift your leg and your breathing is still free as part of that. I hope you can feel that there's, you know, some effort, some muscular effort happening in your lower back. But if possible, really bring your attention to the contact of the front of your body. How as you lift your head and you lift your foot at the same time, there's some corresponding forwards movement. And if you keep your breathing free as you feel that, you really provide a base of support for yourself to do that movement. And now see if you can make that movement slightly quicker and slightly smaller. So it becomes a light movement, a light, fast. Um, one of the, the phrases that I love using is that we should develop skill before we develop strength. Um, so 
skill is a kind of a, a, a stage before strength. If you can put strength on top of skill, then you really have a kind of like dynamic effective movement. Um, a lot of the exercise programs that are available at the moment prefer strength to skill. Um, so this one, these movements that are encouraging you to do it a little bit smaller, a little bit lighter, is helping your body become more skillful. Okay. Do, do the movement a couple more times, or as many as you want. And when you're ready, lengthen your legs and take a rest. Feel with your legs long, if there's any sensational difference between the lengths of your left leg and your right leg. And with both of your hands there, just experiment a couple of times, turning your head to the left and turning your head to the right, and see if there's any change in which one of those is more comfortable to you. When you've done that a couple of times, roll over and lie on your back. As you as you lie on your back. Check in again to see if they, you feel any difference between the length of your left leg and your right leg when you lie on your back. Roll your head to the left and roll your head to the right. And feel if anything's changed. And again, as we did at the beginning, check in with the, the sense of contact that you have with the floor. So there's certain areas of your body that are really more in contact with the floor, that you're, you're getting feed, more feedback from the floor from. And there are certain areas that are more lifted away from the floor. This lesson has a particular effect on the extensors of the body um, and sometimes it's really good to balance that out throughout the lesson. Um, so what I'd like you to do is bring both of your knees up to or both of your feet up to standing so your knees are up in the air and just feel as you do that 
what changes in the contact of your lower back with the floor and then go back to your legs being long and just do it a couple of times just bring your legs up feel you know as you do this legs up legs down what's happening in your lower back Okay, so now leave your legs up, leave your legs up and just bring your hands behind your head, interlace your hands and bring them behind your head. Bring your elbows together. Yeah. And just a few times lift your head and see if lifting your head has some effect on that area in your lower back as well. Just really gently, really gently. Doesn't need to be a big movement, it can be a small movement. What you're tracking is the contact of your lower back against the floor. Through lifting the head and lifting the knees, is there any way of increasing that contact? Good. Okay, and, and let the arms down, let the legs down, and take a rest. So I asked at the beginning if you could feel um, where in your body you could feel your breathing happening. I'd like you now to be a little bit more specific with that. I'd like you to see if right in the, the kind of lowest part of your belly, you can feel any movement of your breath. some of the muscles that have kind of been we were using with lifting the head in the lower back. In some way, those, those muscles can be overworked when they're not used to doing those movements. And there's a few things that we can do to kind of, you know, rebalance that. So as you breathe now into your lower belly, see if there's any corresponding movement of your breath backwards. So we often pay attention to the forwards movement of the breath, but maybe there's some sense of a, a sideways movement of the breath and also a backwards movement of the breath in the lower belly. And just as you breathe now, kind of 
you know, drop down into your senses, drop down into, you know, kind of your feeling of yourself and check in with those five lines again. The lines of your arms, the lines of your legs. See if you notice any um, similarities or differences between your left arm and your right arm. between your left leg and your right leg. Feel the areas of your legs that are making contact and the areas that are lifting away. And when you're ready, I'd like you to roll over again, but keep your breathing nice and soft as you do it. Kind of keep that same quality. It's almost like a way of looking after yourself. So anytime you do a movement that makes you hold your breath, you're probably doing something that you you know, you could do better um, or is kind of slightly outside of your comfort zone. So, you know, kind of using the breath as one way of measuring that is a really useful tool. Turn your head to the right, please. Have it on top of your left, no, sorry, right hand. On top of your right hand, so right on top of the left and then your head with your left ear on top of your right hand. Bring your right knee up to the side again. And start really, really small. In fact, actually, let's just go back to the head movement. So lift your head and your hand, your right hand and your head, and just lift it a few times and see how that movement has developed. Is it, is it becoming easier? And now the next time you lift your head up, leave your head somewhere in the air, somewhere comfortable in the air, and lift your left leg to up into the air as well. Bring them both down together, bring them both down together. And then begin to make a movement where you bring both of them up at the same time. So the head and the right arm and the left leg coming up together. And feel what's happening in your back and feel what's happening in your front and your breathing as you do that. Are our heads supposed to be turned to the left or the right? To the right for this one. Okay. To the right. Yeah, to the right. So the right legs up, the heads to the right. The the left the left ear is on the right hand. That's okay. 
Okay, and now the next time you're um, the next time you're up in the air with both legs and the head, I'd like you to in some way begin to seesaw that process so that you bring the head slightly down and the leg slightly higher. And then as you bring the leg down, you bring the head slightly higher. So it's kind of creating a seesaw movement between the leg and the head. Are both your legs straight or is one of them still crooked? The, the, the right one's out to the right, 90 yeah. degrees. Yeah. And, and you're lifting both the right and the left leg? You're lifting just the left leg. Okay. Just the left leg, but you're seesawing between lifting the head and lifting right. the leg. That's it, yeah. Then maybe as you do this, you can really feel that there's kind of like some rocking motion throughout your torso. Up the, up, you know, kind of on a seesaw motion up and then on a seesaw motion down. And it really encourages you to use your torso in a way that's probably quite unfamiliar to you. Okay, and then have a rest, have a rest. Go back to the initial movement, lifting your head and your leg together and see if you can make this process slightly lighter and slightly faster, keeping your breathing soft as you do it. So your left leg and your right ha hand and head to the right. Yeah, so the same thing that we were just doing now both are lifting at the same time, but we're trying to make the quality, trying to increase the quality by keeping the movement a little bit smaller, a little bit lighter, and keeping the breath free. Do it a few more times, as many times as you like, and then come to rest on your front, bringing your legs down straight. In this, uh, in this kind of front lying position, feel into the, the kind of two lines of the legs and also feel into the, the kind of the, the midline, the spine.
Feel how your breath is moving when you're lying on your front. If you can again check in with the kind of, you know, further down your chest, more into your abdomen, more diaphragmatic breathing. And see if there's any movement forwards, see if there's any movement to the side, and see if there's any movement backwards. The diaphragm itself is a round muscle um, that has attachments down actually into the spine. Um, so when you're using your breathing, then you're actually activating those muscles that connect down into your lower back. When you're ready, I'd like you to turn your head to the other side, twitch your hands over so that your left hand is on top of your right hand. Your right ear should be on top of your left hand. Bring your left knee up to the side. And take your left knee down again. And the next time, I want you just to do that a couple of times. But just see if as you bring your left knee up to the side, you can also just think really gently about looking down with your head towards it. So do it a couple of times, bring that left knee up, look down towards it, and then lengthen it out again. It's kind of tucking the head underneath the armpit in some way or, or you know just kind of giving yourself the impulse to do that so there's something that encourages you to kind of round your back slightly okay, okay the next time you bring your left leg up leave it there please And then begin to lift the package of your head and your hand again. Do that a couple of times and see if that movement is developing. And then the next time you lift your head and your hand, leave, leave them lifted, please. And lift your right leg as well. If you can get your knee off the floor, if you can get your knee off the floor. Without using your arm? Without. <laughs> <laughs> mean the left knee? <laughs> the right knee, the right knee. Oh, the right knee. The right knee, yeah. 
And, and then to get my right leg, my, <laughs> my right left knee. That's that, that's definitely sometimes how a Feldenkrais class feels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and begin to lift them both at the same time. Do a few movements and see if you can make that a nice kind of easy movement. Take your time, take your time. Do it nice and slowly. See if you can really keep your breath like operating all the time, nice and consistently. Okay, the next time you bring both of them up, I'd like you to repeat the seesaw movement on this side. So you're going to drop the head down and lift the leg up a little bit more and then lift the head up and drop the leg down. And just go through this process of, you know, maybe even you notice that there's some, you know, activity in your breathing as you do this. This is quite a challenging movement. Um, so there, there might be lots of opportunities for you to hold your breath. Uh, but see if you can kind of keep breathing as you do this seesaw movement. Okay, let them both down, let them both down. And a few times do the, do the movement again together and see if you can kind of really get a nice light, fast quality going. The head and the leg coordinating going upwards. Does the head help the leg going upwards? And does the, the leg, wait, the other way around, and the head help the leg going upwards? Uh, do it as many, as many more times as you like. And when you're ready, lengthen your legs out and take a rest on your front. When everyone's super fast to do that, I know that I made you work too, too long. <laughs> okay. So now what I'd like you to do, and we're only really going to test this out, um, but I'd like you to lift the whole package of both arms and your head together off the floor. At the same time, see if there's any impulse to lift your legs at the same time. Just do it a couple of times, nice and playfully. 
both legs are long, both hands are under your head, and you're lifting your two legs at the same time as lifting your head. And see if you can keep breathing at the same time. Okay, let that go, have a little rest, have a little rest. Turn your head to the other direction, turn your head to the other direction, and just maybe do it once or twice more, maybe three times max. Feel any differences on this side, turning the head to this side. Has it become a slightly different movement? Okay, let that go, roll over onto your back and have a well-deserved rest. As you lie there, check in again with the length, the length of your legs. And may, maybe you can also feel the overall length of yourself. Do you, in, do you in some way know that you feel taller? Yes. Mm. Really gently roll your head to the left and back to the middle, just to check in and feel how that movement feels now. Come back to the middle and really gently, nice and easy, roll it to the right. I forgot to do one test, I'm sorry. Please lie on your stomach one more time. This is a very brief test. And lie like we did right at the beginning with your head facing downwards on your two hands. And then lift your head up away from the floor to look forwards. And see what's changed in how high your head can go how comfortable that feels. Wow. And to what point your eyes can reach on the, on the wall in front of you. Okay, and then turn over, roll on your back and, and rest. Just, just very briefly check in with the breathing in your lower back and your, and your lower belly. Maybe you can even put your hand there and feel the physical movement of your breath on your belly. Bring your legs up to standing. Roll over to the side and come up 
and come up to standing in your own time. Take your time, there's no hurry, there's no rush. Just, just stand on the floor, or off your mat if you can. And, and, and in standing, see if there's any sense that you feel longer. Nice knees, Andrew. Maybe you can turn your head to the left once and turn your head to the right once. And just feel how that movement feels in yourself. Okay. And that's, that's this lesson. This is the second lesson in a series. Um, if people are interested, I will be teaching every week. Brilliant. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, if, that was if, fantastic. If anyone has any questions, you're very welcome to ask. Um, that was fabulous. That was great. Yeah. yeah. Great. I noticed the difference in breathing. Yeah. Like from you know, from start to finish, like yeah, breathing became a lot easier. Uh huh. Good. Yeah. So some of the musculature that we use, kind of in our daily, kind of working life you know through some of these exercises that, that can get released we essentially we recognize that we're, we're using more muscle than we need to and then when that gets released our breath frees up um, and that's actually a pretty common experience in a lot of the ATMs you'll see people's breath change as the, as the musculature realizes that it doesn't need to be working as much to settle down. Bye. 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 <laughs> um, any, anything else? Yeah, my the final test, I was, my gaze was shockingly higher. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, six or eight inches higher. Yeah. 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 Good one. Wow. You're blessed. Say that again. My body feels a lot more balanced. Uh -huh. And I just feel a lot calmer and more grounded. In right. Like, like all, all just being in my body is easier. Great. Okay. Time for a nap. <laughs> yeah, that was that was quite hard work. I mean, you know, you're really using you're using kind of, you know, for want of a better word, the core of yourself. Um, so, you know, it does it is it can be strenuous some of these exercises, but if you kind of use that uh, principle of keeping your breath soft, you know, noticing when you're going into strain and over effort, then you can kind of basically go through a process of increasing your mobility without, you know, hard training or straining yourself or, um, so, yeah. Um, I, again, I will be um, teaching at the same time, 7 p.m. 
Um, these classes are uh, run on a donation basis, so yeah. the link. The link I figured out for you today. Great, thank you. Um, yeah. The link. How can we do the donation, Joe? Yeah. So the, the link to that um, is in in the Facebook group on uh, on PayPal. There's a link to my PayPal account, and you can just send whatever you feel. Um, so I'm. Uh, I, I explained last week. I'm planning on running a series of these. Um, this is the second lesson in uh, a series of lessons that Moshe Feldenkrais taught when he first came to America, which is a set of 40 lessons. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to get through all 40 of them, but if people are interested um, and they find them useful, then let me know and I will continue to do this. Um, and please, as well, say that again, sorry. Do you plan to do um, different, like, so each week you'll kind of focus on a different area? Is that every, every, week, every week is a slightly different lesson, yeah. You know, you think about the range of things that we do as a human being. Moshe Feldenkrais basically did a lesson for all of them. Um, he, he has about 5,000 lessons, so um, it's really comprehensive. Wow, that's amazing. Um, so um, also just to say, if there are other people that you know that you think would be interested, please bring them along. Okay. Nice done, Joe. My one hour of building Christ, now I get to have one hour of math. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, thank you.